0: I don't know what the fuck Get you money, in man. Get money. Get, Get money. money. Get money. need to be getting Get money. I'll be honest, she gon' greet me when I land. Big bands, really big bands. Money still coming, need another rubber band. Big bands, really big bands.
1: We played in the third game, everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
2: You need people who are smarter, tougher than you are to be able to All figure right, things out. Things. All right, let you me get the echo out of here. Smartest person. Yeah. You can age. hear me say it again. Get out. Get the hell out. Right? Because you end up saying stupid stuff like Trump says. Right? You end up doing really stupid things Or you become delusional, like Pete Carroll. they like Bill Belichick, right? They don't check their thinking what happens. They get fired. They do stupid stuff. It's like the cat lady, right? She has nobody who's bouncing ideas at her. Or a guy who is living alone, right? Who hasn't been married in 40 years. And they're talking crazy because they have nobody checking their thinking. So what I've done is i brought two guys who are tougher, smarter than I am to figure out these games. Last week, we were 3-1 and one on the sides, uh, and we made a lot of money all year collaborating with people. Last podcast, we had Jim Coventry to help us break the game down. This uh, podcast, we're going to give you the picks. And a lot of people have been asking for the consensus picks, but we vote on it And we kind of mind-melt and get the answer because people are making a lot of money, right? I'm not as religious as my dad I guess a preacher. Charles remembers my dad. (laughs) It's (laughs) very strange. But I remember the story from the Bible. Uh, Jesus healed 10 people from leprosy. Only two came back to say thank you. And one of them, they said, was because they dropped a $20 bill and they thought Jesus had it. So people have reported over $120,000 they've made off our picks. That's probably two out of ten, so we're probably up in a million dollars mm-hmm. uh, for the year. We're fifty, yeah, we're sixty percent, fifty-two point five percent is break even, fifty-nine percent you can live in Vegas, fifty-two point five percent break even. We want to get to seventy percent, but we made profit. We we're close, getting a thousand dollars a game to ninety-one thousand dollars. Now for the playoffs, we're about fifty-four percent, we're in profit, so now we're going for the kill and have Steve and Sexy Slim Charles to help me out do it.
0: Thank you guys for helping me out. What are your first thoughts as we get into it? Tough games this weekend. Tough games. I mean, they're going to be good games, but
1: they're going to be tough games too.
0: Yeah, tough games to pick, but we'll break it down.
2: We'll give a full full breakdown. What are your first thoughts, Steve?
1: Yeah, I agree. Tough games. I thought they were tough last week. Um, you know, both old teams, I think, you know obviously expected to advance here but you know you got Mahomes on one side and you got maybe a team of destiny you know tough gritty team with Dan Campbell on the other side so yeah right. let's get into it
2: yeah. let's get into it and I forgot to introduce you guys uh because I'm all about value right I mean wealth management so the value of our picks is $91,000 yeah. uh Steve, I've been listening to Steve, watching Steve, reading Steve's tweets probably for years now, and he knows what he's talking (laughs) about. bringing a guy who brings value. He knows what he's talking about, brings insight. And then Charles... I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, Charles, where we grew up, and let's see if I can bring this picture up, I was sharing with uh, Steve. Give me a second. We grew up with, uh, bar none, we ended up winning a Super Bowl with Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Tom Carter who ended up in the NFL. And then uh, the picture will be up in a second here. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, the guy in the picture, uh, don't want to call him out. Don't want to put him out of blast. But he was a better athlete than both of them. Remember him? Remember Charles uh, Ed Dixon? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, they yeah. Oh, there you go. Ed Dixon goes right
2: there smiling. He was what, 6'4, <laughs> 6'5, six, six, chiseled, naturally, he didn't even lift weights, yeah. right? <laughs> nah. Uh, That's they, the <laughs> in high school. That's in high school, 6'5, 260, ran <laughs> like the wind. <laughs> and these guys ended up being NFL veterans, right? And the guy who wrote this article ended up knowing him for 30 years into his, uh, uh he died. He was uh the Raiders beat writer, but he ended up being in the NFL Hall of Fame, Don Banks. And his son, we helped him out get a uh, job with the Rams in the personnel department. We did a podcast with him. So we grew up, right, Charles, with all these people, right? Uh, I, well, yeah. <laughs> uh basketball team, he had all division one guys. We're talking yeah. about division one guy Lewis he's now the assistant coach for the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> <And> that's what, <laughs> you know, that's what we've been following grew up with, but uh, most people don't share this knowledge. We're sharing this knowledge, right, Charles?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Love uh, it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So guys. In, wealth,
0: <laughs>
2: in wealth management, you know, every fortune <laughs> uh, there's two ways to invest, right? So the way I look at it is the same way uh, you invest in a stock, you invest in a business, it's the same way you pick a football game. So you won't just learn how to make picks. You'll learn how to invest. Uh, and people lie to you, right? Because Elon Musk said that you find out the truth to be able to predict outcomes. So you predict outcomes successfully. You'll be able to buy my wife and I. You know, get Louis Vuitton purse. We pay for vacations. The sports betting dollars. Sports betting dollars go first. <laughs> you learn that when you get married. So there's two ways to invest, fundamental analysis, technical analysis. They try to sell you technical analysis because it's a lie to take your money. People have gotten rich selling technical analysis, like uh, you know Peppers is the named the guy who owns the uh, Carolina, Carolina Panthers. You can get rich selling technical analysis, but not using it. You get rich using technical analysis, uh, using fundamental analysis. Nobody's ever gotten rich with technical analysis. People have gotten rich with fundamental analysis, and one of the main tenets of fundamental analysis is who is the CEO. Who's the Elon Musk, right? Who is the Bill Gates? In watching the NFL, we talked about Charles. It's run like the mafia. Maybe they're not killing people, but they only hire their people. <laughs> I was talking to Steve before the podcast. Vinny Testaverde, right? Vinny Testaverde played with Bill Belchie in Cleveland, and he had to be with the Jets. He <laughs> <George> tortured Steve. <laughs> or there were the Jets with Parcells.
1: I mean, he was so, good. They went to the AFC Championship, then he <laughs> took ACL the next year.
2: Right, right. Uh, but for purposes of picking the games this week, it's <laughs> very important that the people involved are all part of this mafia, right? Uh okay. The first game we're going to look at is going to be, so we're using fundamental analysis to make money uh, all year, $91,000, that's the value of it. And now we're going to use it as well to, uh, we're using two big things, right? That people lie to you about. Uh, Number one lie, you know, it's a technical analysis lie. And then they don't want you to get to the truth so you can't, uh, so you don't predict outcomes, right? The second one is diversity we'll get into. But uh, the first game gonna, we're going to look at is going to be the Ravens, right? Ravens, that's the first game that's going to be on the other day. going to be the Ravens against the Chiefs. Okay. So that game, uh, the, the Ravens are favored by three and a half points against the Chiefs, and the total is 44 and a half. Right. So going back, it's the Andy Reid Mafia, the Andy Reid football Mafia family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now, Harbaugh coached for him for 13 years. Now, the Harbaugh's starting their own Mafia family. Like um, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, he was the defensive coordinator for your Michigan Wolverines. So they get in the summer, they know what defense they're going to run. Michigan wins the national title, and lo and behold, here comes uh, John Harbaugh. And how mm. Harbor won one Super Bowl against his brother, right? So you got that mafia, right? And then you have uh on the on the other side, so that's the Andy Reid football family mafia. On the other side of the coin, you have the Bill Belichick, Bill Parcell's mafia. And the other game is San Francisco, right, with Shanahan. His dad won two Super Bowls, he's been to a couple Super Bowls. Uh the Shanahan against uh, Coach Campbell. And Coach Campbell is part of the Bill Belichick-Parcells match. right? So what does that mean to us, right? It's going to be style of play. That Reed, if he has a lead, he'll hold the ball and make it under. And we'll see what the total is. Uh, total in that game is 44 and a half. So you got Chiefs. Uh, the Ravens minus three and a half, and the total is 44 and a half. Before we get into uh, the plus one, which is going to be important, what are you, you guys' initial thoughts on this game? The Chiefs
0: and the Ravens? The Ravens by three. I think so. I mean, plus 44 is probably going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put up some points. Right. So it should
2: go over. What are your initial thoughts on the game,
1: Steve? I think the Ravens are definitely going to win the game. Um, I think the spread is very close when you match up the coaches, when you match up the quarterbacks, the offensive line, the running games, the defenses, the home field for Baltimore. I think the spread at the three, you know, is kind of right on the money. So you have three and a half here. So kind of says, you know, take – um, the Chiefs with the spread. Uh, right. I don't know if I want to do that right now, though, because uh, I could see Baltimore possibly opening this game up too. Right at the same time, uh, so you could kind of get trapped there. The thing when I look at when I look at the Chiefs in this game, you know, they just played two defenses that were just decimated. Right with injuries, Miami decimated. You know, and then Buffalo decimated. At the linebacker position. They lost Milano. They lost Trey White all the way in that game in England. Those are yeah. the two best defensive players. Then they go down Bernard. Then they go down Spectre. Then they, they're starting AJ Klein, who the guy was supposed to go fishing with his family in Key West. He's trying to cover Kelsey. Right. Um, you know, they're missing cornerbacks. Miller Miller's way past his prime. So you know, now they're playing a healthy defense that played without right. Marlon Humphrey that last week. Marlon Humphrey's gonna be healthy this week. He practiced today. This is a ferocious defense, led the league in sacks. Um, they don't blitz a lot either. So I think I don't see the Chiefs putting up a lot of points in this game. Um, and I think the Chiefs defense, obviously, this has probably been the best defense under Spagnolo. Right. Under the Sandy Reed tenure. So I kind of see more of a low scoring game. Yeah, I could see it going over for sure with these two quarterbacks. So that's a tough one for me too, but I kind of like Baltimore in some like maybe like a 24-20 type game, something like that. 27-20, maybe like I that.
2: I would agree. And uh, for those listening to a podcast, I'm not really sure to be more descriptive. For those watching the video, looking at, uh, we just saw the Ravens defense. Now we're going to look at uh, the Ravens offense. So now I remember Jim Moore saying, uh, if a quarterback can make three first downs with their legs, they win 70% of the time. So I call uh, Lamar Jackson a plus one quarterback. So plus one is, when a quarterback makes a quarterback run, it's so successful because you have more blockers than tacklers. And he's quick, right? Uh, Jim was talking about yesterday, he's gold with his information. The Chiefs have a hard time stopping the run. So there'll be a plus-one play in a little bit. And this is the angle I like. And the reason I like this angle, Charles, we were talking about that last week, when I used to go to the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers training camp. And I remember years ago, it must have been like 30 years ago, at Pepperoo, uh it was Tony Dungy's the head coach, Monty is the defensive coordinator, Lully Smith's the linebacker's coach, Herman is right. the secondary coach, and then I see these kids with towels. It's uh, Mike Tomlin. he was the the intern right uh and this is where tony dundee used to be he used to be right behind uh the quarterback watching practice so i like this shot here so this is going to be a problem right so this is plus one at his core it's going to be an rpo we'll stop it there uh he's counting numbers one, two, three, four. Two. So everybody's playing the four, two, five defense, and we'll illustrate that as well. Everybody's playing four, two, five. You can run anything out of it, but it's about having athletes and linebackers. Uh, so he's reading it doing RPO, boom. He sees them go in. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six. Against one, two, three, four defenders. So you got more blockers than tacklers. Boom. There goes lower. So if the Chiefs have problems stopping the run, like Jim says. I like the over forty four. The average score of an NFL game is forty five points, and you're gonna have to empty out the playbook. It was interesting how uh, Andy Reid hit plays for the Chiefs gets that dissipated defense, but it was plays he hadn't run all year. So I think both teams are going to do that to get it over. And uh, it's one of those where maybe you can go pick three, right? So you can. This is what you can do. You can go well something. Right. And then we'll have a vote after this. I'm thinking over 44, right? Just convince myself. The spread, maybe if I can get four, by the half point, get it to four, go Chiefs plus the four, but then go Ravens money. So 52.5% uh, is break even. So to me, to make money on that game, I need two out of three. I need the over, I need the or the money. So that way, I'm sure I have profit. But I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. But since it's a lean and I'm not sure of it, I don't see a clear edge, I'm going to bet all three. So I'm going to bet the money line, right? It's going to be at this point. money line, we're looking at minus 200. 200. You never want to go plus minus two hundred and fifty. So in that range. So if I can get, a, you know, minus one hundred and eighty, I'm going to shop around for that. Over forty four for sure. It's going to go over forty over forty four because Todd Munkin, right? Todd Munkin is part of let's see here.
0: Uh,
2: Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. It's very interesting, uh, Spagnolo. And uh, Todd Munkin worked for both big football mafia families. Spagnolo won two Super Bowls with Tom Coughlin, right? Uh, who's a Giants, your team, your old team, Steve. The Giants, Tom Coughlin, Spagnolo, uh, he won a couple Super Bowls with him, and then he went to Super Bowl- with the Andy Reid Mafia. Uh, Todd Munkin. Right down here, you see Kirby Smart is part of that Nick Satan mafia. Nick Satan, Bill Belchit, our best friends. Uh, Satan, right, bought a house in Lake Buford, Georgia. He wants to get a job with the Atlanta Falcons. And they have a Mercedes dealership two blocks away from the Georgia town. <laughs> so I like, oh, that's where uh, Satan got the NIL money. So if you're going to play on the, on the Falcons, he's going to say, oh, you're going to have to buy a car from the dealership. But I digress. So Kirby Smart wins two national titles, wins 24 games in a row with Todd Munkin as his offensive coordinator, now the offensive coordinator for the reasons. So Todd Munkin, long-term thinking guy, is going to have some surprises in this game to get it over yeah. for us for sure. All right, we'll go Steve and Charles. What do you guys think? What do you guys find to pick through this game? Mm-hmm.
0: That's a tight one, too.
2: What do
1: you think, C? Yeah. See um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing pretty well with teasers. Right. So, I think I'm definitely – I think I'll probably take Baltimore on the money line minus 200 again. I think they're definitely mm-hmm. going to win this game. I think they're definitely going to win this game. Uh, and then I could tease uh, Baltimore with the over – um, or possibly the under. I mean, I don't know, man. That over-under yeah, kind of sure. scares me. That kind of scares me because I could see like a 2017 type <laughs> game, too, you know, so just, with these just, defenses. Just the too.
0: Yeah, uh, I
1: agree. Like, I agree with your, you know, they're going to show everything. Todd Monkin last week also, you know, two of those runs against right. the Texans. I don't know if I saw those runs all year. And right. Lamar was running more, you know. um, You know, he hadn't had a rushing touchdown since week seven. He had two of them in that game. So he's going to run more. Uh, the Chiefs are definitely going to have some tricks. You know, they're talking about Pony possibly playing this. Oh, game. They maybe pull something out with him. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It kind of scares me. I think my best play, though, is just straight up. I think I'm going to, I mean, and I never really like taking take money lines, especially right. this high. But uh, yeah, if you could find like a minus 180 or something, I just really think Baltimore is going to win this game in advance to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I just I don't think I don't think Mahomes is ready for this defense. And this offense kind of been you know, I know they're playing better the last two weeks, but again, against decimated defenses. This defense right. is healthy. They're getting Humphrey back. Also, the Chiefs are going to be out possibly without their guard, Joe Thuney. Uh he's banged up. He might not even play a pro football right. focus. I'm not, you know, th- you know crazy about them, but he was their number one rank- rated pass blocking guard. So that's big too, going against the Ravens. So yeah. I just think the Ravens are going to win this one at home with Lamar and Harbaugh.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, is Beckham
1: playing? Beckham's playing. He, he didn't play much last week, though. Yeah, he only, yeah, had, like, he, he only had like eight snaps or eight routes he ran. It wasn't a lot. Okay.
0: Hey, but y'all saw how they were showcasing what's-his-name, too, uh, the running back they just picked up. Dalvin um, Cook? Yeah, Dalvin Cook. And they told him about he was going to get more carries this game, so –
1: yeah, he, he came in, and he had his longest run of the year, more than right. he ever had in the Jets all season. Yeah, right, right. So <laughs> so that just like, shows you. Yeah, just shows I mean, you it may it be
0: too. a thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it may be a game that, you know, they reopened Man. up the office, like, uh, you know, Steve said. So, right. you, know, you know, Alvin back there, you can't say he's no, you know, saying no no washed up no bat, you know? No, he, he needs us to stay in the league. He needs it to
2: get a check next year. The bad. other
1: thing, too, is, yeah, you're right. The Chiefs were getting a run on early in that game. You know, there was drives where the Bills are just running it down their throats. The Chiefs did a better job in the second half, but their tackle, probably their best run block, uh, defender, Derek Nani, might not play again. So what do you think, and Charles? And better. And you yeah. got Lamar running the ball, too. So, yeah, I, Baltimore may be able to run the ball here.
2: Yeah, so that'll, that I think that'll make it over. What do you think, Charles? Break the tie. I say for sure it's going to go over, uh Steve's leaning towards the under, what 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 is what are your pick?
0: Steve, you know what I'm saying? I'm leaning toward that, you know what I'm saying With Baltimore. You like
1: the over that you said, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah the over.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because you froze for a second. So you like the over.
2: All right. Yeah. So the pick is going to be The Ravens on the money line. Uh, The Chiefs plus four, over 44. That's a consensus pick. Yeah. All right. right, So we're going to look at the next game. And it's going to be exciting. Championship Sunday. You have San Francisco. Uh, they were challenged last week by Green Bay, and I don't think Green Bay is that good. They haven't been good all year. Also, San Francisco, I'll have the film here, them queuing up. They're hiding their court, right? They have a stacked team. Uh, Charles and I grew up with John Lynch and that Tampa Bay, cover- it's a coverage, not a defense. Right to cover Tampa, two. In, in Tampa, in Tampa two. two, Tampa, two, and what they feel is put it on the defense, right? God, I made so much money, right? betting Mike Tomlin in the under, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> everyone, right? <laughs> just put it on the defense. It's about defense. So, John Lynch built this team to win it just with the defense, he doesn't want the quarterback to mess it up. That's why they have a six round pick as a quarterback. But you can only hide the quarterback so much. So what are you saying, Josh, he's hiding the quarterback? Let's look at this play. Because they do not trust him to read the defenses. Even though he broke records at, at uh, Iowa State and stuff, they cut the field in half for him. So he's only reading half the field to make it easy for him. And there's, uh, Green Bay misses the field, so we'll go back to this play. <clears throat> it's Purdy. So he gets one key And they roll him out to half the field. So he only reads half the field, predetermined stat. Right. Uh, Golf is very flight. So, golf, you know, even though he lives maybe a few miles away from here, he's dumb as a box of rocks. So, they Mm -hmm. only give him like 25 pass plays, but he's nailing it. And a lot of them are, you know, option routes. And and I agree with him. What what are you keeping on the field goal kicker? A lot of them are option routes. And a lot of them are air raid routes. And it's really like five plays where he has five different options. So you'll see him throw it like 25 times. Uh, ben Johnson is interviewing for other jobs. I don't like that. I think they kind, kind of, um, if you can't comprehend him, Carpenter there might be a problem. I didn't know it's Dan Campbell. He took out the pad he was calling plays. So he'll take care of that. Uh, Aaron Glenn, he's only getting job interviews to fill out the quota his defense has been terrible all year. They play soft zone. That's going to give him a chance, but are they going to let him loose? Are they going to play conservative? And this is going to be the last chance they are going to give uh, Shanahan because he's not won the Super Bowl. San Francisco is a market where you have to win a Super Bowl. They're not a football city. So to sell tickets, season tickets, you need to win the Super Bowl, right?
0: So that's that's the stage for that. What do you guys think about this game? San Fran. I'm going with San Fran. I mean, because they can hide the quarterback. I mean, look how athletes they got out there, man. Right. They got I mean, they got some gamers. Hey, look, all you have to do is just manage the game. I mean, look when the Bucks won. You know, we had Brad Johnson. Come on, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Purdy's like a Brad
2: Johnson type. Right.
0: For John Lynch, right? A little, yeah. a little bit better. A little bit better. He's small. He's
2: really, he's tiny. You know, and I have to watch it because Don Benson, for another podcast, he's friends with Purdy's family. So I have to watch what I say about Purdy. But he is tiny. Uh, who knows how his career is last? But he's broken records as a rookie. He's working breakfast at Iowa State. What do you think, Steve?
1: Um, okay. I think, you know, this one's tough with the spread. Obviously, I I like San Francisco to win. I think I could see the world where the Lions do win this game. Uh, Both quarterbacks are prone to bad interceptions. We saw Purdy possibly throw, you know, two or three last week. Uh, One was dropped early in the game. Uh, Jamel Dean uh, from Coco, Florida, by the way. Right. Uh, about 30 minutes north of me, he right. dropped a pick. He dropped a pick in the end zone. Um, he was playing good cover too. He right. got hurt. They brought in that kid McCollum, I think it was McCollum, yeah. and he just yeah. you know they they abused him. <laughs> uh, they they abused him, you know, left and right, and it really just opened up things for the Lions passing. You know, they were up a touchdown. They got another touchdown. Uh, but then you look at the Lions defense. Right. And, you know, 2 ga- 400 yard games Nick Mullins. Tech went over 350. Uh, Stafford went over 350. Baker just threw for 340 or 350. So, you know, Purdy, even without Debo or a banged up Debo, I still think he could have a really nice game through the air. You know, it's, pro- you know, hopefully the weather's going to be a little bit better. Now, the rain was kind of on and off in that game. You know, there were some throws where it wasn't really raining. Oh, that's a good place. San
2: Francisco weather.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I I don't know if it's going to rain this game. I don't see any here right now. Um, You know, we got to pay attention as we get closer to game time. But, you know, if Purdy doesn't throw an interception or doesn't make a mistake, and he's done that plenty this year, and he gets some time to throw, um, you know, I think they're going to pick this secondary apart. And they have McCaffrey. I know the Lions have been, you know, top three against the run, number one against fantasy running backs this year. But you're going against McCaffrey. This is a different beast. Um, so this is going to be a true test. We saw Rashad White have some success against them last week. So, uh, you know, I just think – and then you have the Niners defense with Bosa, Fred Warner uh, and Goff. You know, he's prone to mistakes. He's not good on the run. He can't throw the – you blitz Goff, you get pressure on Goff, he folds like a cheap tent. Right. So the Niners get pressure on him. But we've seen that with Purdy as well. When you get pressure on Purdy, he folds too against the Browns. Against the Vikings, um, you know uh, there was one other game when they went on that three-game losing streak. Oh, against the Browns, I mean, Lou, I mean not the Browns, the Bengals, and Rumo, You know he could dial up defenses too. So, you know I think the key to this game is whoever gets the most pressure on the quarterback is probably going to win. Right. Um, and I, I favor I favor the Niners there. So and then you know obviously you have McCaffrey, I you know Jameer Gibbs, man. He looks like one of the best backs in the league right now. Yeah. They got to get him going in the passing game. He could really be a huge weapon in this game for them. They got to get him utilized. They got to kind of dial back Montgomery a little bit, I think, here. Um, Laporta, you know, Mamre Sam Brown, he doesn't really create a lot of separation, but this guy catches everything. I mean, a lot of it's, it's schemed open by Ben Johnson. They get him on Man. those drag routes. They get him on those deep, you know, uh, curl routes, middle of the field, crossing routes, whatnot going to have to see Jameson Williams step up, Josh Reynolds. I could see the world where the Lions win. If Brock Purdy throws a fumble, you know, fumbles the ball, throws a pick, H- Hutchinson gets some pressure. Um, It's tough, man. And then I look at the over 50 and a half. You know, uh, two weeks ago, that Rams Lions over. I loved it. Yeah. I freaking thought that the was going over. It didn't. There was only nine points in the second half. And then last week, it started slow. I think it was 10, 10 and a half or 10, 3 yeah. and a half. And then the game blew open and went over. So I think it could kind of be like that here as well. I would lean over and I'd also probably lean the Niners in this game as well. Or actually, I probably, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's really close. Maybe I'd lean, uh, I got to think about that a little bit more. But when I go back to teasers again, I probably would tease maybe Baltimore with the Niners.
2: I remember Goff in uh, Rams training camp. When I used to go to Rams training camp, he, you know, in the fisher, he wasn't getting the real good coaching. He wasn't as confident as he is now. He's from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, he he's going to be comfortable there because he they played San Francisco twice. Uh, so he you know he's familiar with the speed of these guys, you know, what fronts he's going to see. Uh, he's really feeling really confident in that. So I I don't think Detroit will win. But I do like them covering seven
1: points. I may go with you again. It's only it's only Wednesday. Right, it's a little early, but I kind of I agree with you. I could definitely see them covering that seven.
2: Right, and,
0: and he's, he's seen the field give. What do you think, Charles? Yeah, yeah, uh, I could see him doing that too. You know, covering that. I mean, because they do got a good offense. I, I mean, that's Saint Brown man. I ain't seen nobody stop him like the whole, whole season. <laughs> right, the whole the whole season. <laughs> And Gibbs running the way he running. I mean, but you know they said about San Fran too. I think they said they lead the league in in, in big plays, right? Like in explosive plays, right? So scoring quick, so you know they could score in bunches real quick, like they did last week.
2: What and this is a very important play because uh, what scares me about Detroit is that their offensive line is hurt. So, they're going to be shot up in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> so they going
1: to be worn down in the second half.
2: Uh, their best player, Ragnar, right here, he got hurt. We got his leg rope right here. He's good, though. They
1: just say he's going to play. He's going to right. be out there.
2: Yeah, he's going to be shot up. Uh, so, it'll be <laughs> interesting how they come out in the second half. Uh, the total is 51. At first glance, yeah. I thought it was a lot. Uh, you know, and you have Goodell. It's not a political show, but he gave uh, the Republicans Trump $50 But so They have to have Trump with black people, right? So he shows that race. What do you think, Charles? Uh, is Detroit going to cover the seven points? Uh,
0: la, 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 la. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that cover that. I think... because so. so. right, I'm going to go with Bobby Bowden. I'm going to go with the, the the experienced quarterback going back home right you played a cow become the number one pick Right, so you hit golf uh, yeah Ray golf is going to come back okay. home and then uh this this kind of leans it towards to this last drive that the 49ers had and it kind of clinched it for me uh cuz i remember a coach saying that when you don't have confidence in your quarterback which he doesn't right uh you you cut the field in half for him. and then Chanahan, because this game shouldn't have been as close as it was, he had to take what he was hiding in his back pocket and show it on this drive. They had to score on that drive. So he they had to go with the very best plays on that drive. And then pull it up real quick. So
1: uh that throw to Kittle was nice though by Purdy. That roll-out yeah. uh, pass? That was nice. And we yeah. you know, we've seen him make nice throws of it, but I still think you know he is prone to mistakes, oh yeah, uh, think, and we've seen, we've that, seen that, so that I, yeah it's going to be it's going to be t- and both systems are great they they're very, very quarterback friendly. for sure, right,
2: for sure. and then, and going back to the other chart, we, we showed the mafias, right, uh, Parcells, Belchi, they all sit in zone, wait for teams to make mistakes, right, and, and feed off the mistakes of other teams, and Detroit's going to do that. so if they get those two picks, they hold on to the ball. Uh, I see Detroit covering uh the totals what I'm struggling with the average score of the game is forty five points uh I think Detroit knows they have a shitty defense so you're gonna see a lot of this you're gonna see a lot of running right so I'm gonna go under fifty one uh key number fifty two right uh so if it goes to fifty two it'll be even better to get it under fifty two so I like Detroit. Plus the seven under 52 because they're going to play zone. So that would be, let's say, uh, 27, 21, is 48 points. For 27, 40, 20, 28, 24
1: is what? 52. Now, if Debo is playing in this game, does that change anything at all? Or if he's not playing, how much does that change?
2: You know, what Debo you're picking here? Sure, right. So, Uh, it really doesn't change it. It actually makes me like the under more because what Debo does is go in that jet sweep, right? Which Washington was running with, uh, state city guy over there, your guy, Michael Penix. Washington was running that jet sweep where Purdy goes to the line. So when when Purdy goes to the line, he has two plays in here. He has a pass play and a run play. He can go. Purdy, you know, Iowa State guy, conservative guy, always usually picks the run play. Uh so with Debo in there, I see a lot of jet sweeps or kind of uh passes that are really runs, right? Swing out passes, uh, so on and so forth. So, a third one. Yeah. Then you got Trenton Williams, right? The best player on the team really is Trenton Williams, oh, yeah. which you want to run behind him, right? Keep it simple. And a lot of money on one. Shanahan has a seven million dollar a year salary that if he loses he loses that money <laughs> and, and of getting fired, right? Because he has to get into the Super Bowl. They're tired of him not winning Super Bowls and making all that money. See, Purdy, again, conservative. Uh, Jim was talking about that too. Isolating McCafferty on the linebackers and keeping it simple because they really don't have faith in their quarterback because of what Steve said, right? He almost threw two picks in a simple fight. Offense for him, it might be sophisticated for Shanahan, but for Hardy, uh, they try to simplify, make things simple for him. He only has one read he's looking at, he's only looking at one play. Sometimes they'll roll him out, cut the field in half, so he's only reading half the field. We grew up with Joe Montana, who read the whole field, right? There he goes, and that's where I see Debo coming in that slot and then you know, making the see, we'll go back. Look at Purdy, right? Uh, he's only looking one side, like on a field boom, He's only looking towards the left. Bam,
0: boom.
2: Short routes, right? Which makes it go under. Looking at the total, what? What do you guys think?
1: Again, I mean, if you look at what Detroit's defense how they let up so many points? Right. Um, so that kind of scares me. And if the Niners can't get pressure on Goff. You know he's shown all year he'll pick you apart. Right. Monreal say Brown's going to get open. Laporta could be a problem. Uh, you still got Jameson Williams who can make plays. Um, you know he didn't score against the Bucks last week and I don't know how many touchdowns he had this year. Maybe two or three. He had one big bomb against the Bucks in the regular season, so that's always possible. Josh Reynolds is playing pretty well this year, so I don't know. I mean, it's again. I think I want to tease it. I like. I would lean the over. So I, if anything in here, I'm teasing the Niners with the over. Uh, I feel like you know we'll definitely get to like 47, 48. I yes, don't know so if we're I, gonna get over that. Oh, I don't know if we'll get over that 50. So I kind of like teasing the two together here. And again, I do. I've been doing pretty well with teasers overall. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I just hope. I just hope that freaking if Debo is playing, that Shanahan doesn't have him returning kickoffs to start the game again.
2: No, that was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you think, Charles? I I think it's going to go under the 51. I would prefer 52 if I can get it. Uh, Steve thinks it's going to go over. I think it's going to go under. What do you think, Charles?
0: I think it's going to go like uh, under 52. Right. Over. over Yeah. Over uh, 51. right, Right.
2: Right. All right. So, often that's why people love the consensus picks. So, the consensus pick will be. The Lions plus seven over fifty one. Guess like that. Well, well, right. That works for me. I think. The, I think yeah.
1: that kind of. Cor- I think that correlates too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, big I big guess thing. like you know, I guess maybe. Yeah, I guess you could look at it both ways too. Like, if the Lions win, maybe their defense somehow shuts down the Niners. But yeah, you would think if the Lions they could they yeah they could still cover. Right. Rock could still put up a po- bunch of points. It could be, you know, a 31-27 type of game, something like that.
0: All right. so what about the weather? Will mean, you find out what the weather was going to be? Yeah, the weather's going to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. California weather, which I enjoy.
2: Uh, crisp, 68, sunny. So the field, field's going to be fine. Uh, feels going to be fine. So that's that's not going to be a problem, right?
1: Uh yeah, it says quiet weather. And then KC Baltimore, chance of rain, 10 to 15 miles. So it doesn't look like weather's going to be an issue in either game. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. So Debo is playing. So Debo is playing. and Okay. d is playing. And that's it, a, sounds that's-
1: like, it sounds like he's going to be out there. I mean, it's going to be hard to keep Debo off the field, even if he's like a, you know, somewhat a decoy in this game.
2: Yeah
0: and uh
1: I I, had I, a Debo Just like throw me the ball I'll just do whatever I can
0: <laughs> Yeah I, I know uh, <laughs> he do everything He'd run they get,
1: they get the bye week anyway So If they advance so. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> so This is a, For those watching on the video This is a play Steve was talking about It It shows what I'm talking about too Where This is where They roll him out so He reads half the field And boom He has to but yeah, uh, I think yeah, actually before, I
1: think he had McLeod open on that play too, and they, yeah, man. and they do a lot of that too. When you roll out, they get multiple guys rolling the same way at different depths of the field. You know, which is great because I think it just kind of read right to left, and it does make it very simple. You know, simple it simplifies things for quarterback.
2: Exactly, uh,
1: but it but it still was you know.
2: No, no, but that's the thing. That's that's what gives me the more confidence in picking golf minus the seven because they're simplifying things so much for Purdy, Aaron's land and the brain trash, Brad Holmes, Dick Vermeule, believe it or not, it's it's in there. They're going to know that. And they're going to game plan for that and uh, keep it under they, for me, I think under but the consensus pick is over. But
1: uh, I don't mind and that, that. And, and oh. that came, too. There were two passes to Jennings across the middle. And right. the other Niners, they love to throw <clears throat> those deep ends, <clears throat> stuff like that. And both those passes were nice. Um, you know, they're both completions. But, yeah, you're right. The Lions, you know, they might jump one or two of those. They're going to be ready for that. And, um, you know, Goff, as much as I banged Goff, uh, you know, I hated on him, and you know, right. after he left the Rams, uh, he's been he's been very solid with uh with the Lions, and he's got more experience. He's a smarter quarterback at this stage, in his right?
2: And in they in the it really scheme well for him his skill set, right?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ben Johnson has. Hey, you know, and hey, you know, San Fran defense. I think you saw uh last week game against the Packers. And Joe was getting the whole phone.
2: but Fred Warner and uh, Chad, friend of the podcast, he uh, played high school with Fred Warner and he goes from Catholic Boom And <laughs> remember, they they played that John Lynch with Super Bowl winner Tampa defense, he got Tampa to the Super Bowl back in the day. Uh, so they want to win it with defense, they want to win it with defense. So here's the San Francisco defense. They lined up sort of like everybody else does. One, two, three, four, two of the four-two-five 2 five defense. One, two, three, four, five defensive backs. But they got the speed, especially with Fred Warren, right? The secondary hasn't been great. The linebackers have been great. Front seven have been adequate. But with uh, the guy that came from Washington, Chase and Boza, right? They're going to be attacking
0: the quarterback, but they're not going to be good against the run.
2: That's
0: why I like the under, but you guys like yeah, the. Yeah, Because yeah, exactly. hey, hey, think about it. Gibbs, if Jones was getting off, and Jones a good running back, but Gibbs right. is a, a younger, a younger back, you know. And you see how he was told to rock the whole season. He been told to rock like that, so right. you know San Fran gonna have some problems with that. I mean, because they could bring the rushes if they want to. You know what I'm saying? You know how they will just do that draw play, then that whole. That middle-wide open, I don't think too many people are going to keep up with Gibbs if Gibbs right. get out there like that.
2: No, 100%. 100%. Jameer Gibbs, Alabama. Alabama Crimson Tide. They're all sad because Nick Satan left.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Exciting stuff. Good stuff. Uh, we got the consensus pick people love. So to recap, in the first game, we're going to bet three sides of it. Uh, Steve gave you a good teaser idea. So we're going to go Chiefs plus four. Uh, The Ravens, if you get minus 180. And I like it over. Consensus pick was over 44.5. Then in the second game, uh, the Lions plus seven was consensus. And then consensus is going to be over 51. What are your final thoughts, guys?
0: good to me. (laughs) we go with that.
2: Two games, exciting. Last, you know, there's only three games left. Sit there. I was,
1: I was kind of wishing we would see uh, the Bills in this game against the Ravens, but oh,
0: man, ah, oh, god, they, the and,
1: Bills. Oh, I... <laughs> Yeah, that was you know another heavyweight fight. We got another heavyweight fight these two guys. god, they I know they uh...
0: just. Hate- Kelsey guys. I know yeah, hey, I, Buffalo gotta hate
1: them
0: out there. I know it <laughs> <laughs> oh, they yeah. probably hate my too. They probably- oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He he, he,
1: I just hope that my doesn't start reaching Brady levels when we start seeing him in the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. every year. I know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I can't. I couldn't do it all those Brady Super Bowls year after year after year. Especially as a Jets fan, it was tough. <laughs> uh yeah, two really good games. Uh great coaching all around um we can see some big surprises here, but it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: It's gonna be a lot of fun. last game we could you got two games on where you could sit there and like uh drink <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it, It's always good uh to add to the entertainment where you're making money watching the games right and that's why you know I've been married twenty years. Why my wife lets me watch excessive amounts of football? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you that's money. what I
1: say. That's what I say to my wife. I said when we get before we got married. I said when March Madness comes around, that's like my gumada. You know, oh, Gomata. That's right. like you, you know your girl on the side. So my girl right. on the side is March Madness. You know, it's just, I have to watch that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be gone for the next four days when the tournament yeah. starts.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. March, March, to start. It 12 o'clock noon. Yeah, 12 way. o'clock noon. Night. you're, you're yeah. glued to
1: the TV. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we got to meet up in Vegas. Right, because yeah. during the NCA, right, you just bet like 500 bucks a game, so there's like four games on, and 250 but, uh, for drink ticket, right, It's a win. I can't drink all those drinks, so
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: your knows where we're at we're sitting there watching basketball <laughs> and then there's your poor bills right we all got bills mafia friends you feel so bad for them
0: yeah we do it always like god every year man they always like the cowboys man they there because they just here come to Chiefs every every year you know <laughs> Right. They're gonna, they're gonna, get, them. They, they're they're gonna the get
1: them. They're gonna get them. They're gonna get them one of these years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. But it's the same thing with the Bucks. You know, our nemesis with who the Eagles. Like right. every year, right. we'll make it yeah. there, but the Eagles will always beat us, and then we got over that. We finally got over that with the Eagles. Right. So they're now. We're close. Well, they this. beat.
1: They beat. They abused Hurts a couple uh, years ago too. So the last couple times. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll we'll close with this, and we'll do it a little reaction podcast stuff. What is your reaction to this, all right? So here we go. Chad, friend of the podcast, he works out with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. So I'm like, what's the temperament? He's like, well, if I mess up a pattern, uh, Joe Burrow just puts his head down keeps working. If, if it's with Josh, he starts yelling and screaming at me. And he's very emotional, right? And one of the ways you make more money in business is with the emotional control. And Josh Allen, I think, messed up the game by being emotional on this play. And then you got to blame the coaches because the coaches should have said, okay, listen, the guy hit the field goal from over here, right? The wind is going crazy. It's cold, right? Don't go for the deep play. Go for an underneath route like the other two quarterbacks we just saw, Purdy and Goff are doing. Don't try for the deep route, right? Yeah. Make it easier for the kicker. And look, look what he does! He goes empty, and Josh Allen. Well, he did. He did the right thing
1: there. <laughs> Why, I would. I would say that that's been a play for them. You know, we've seen that pass to Gabe Davis. Right. You know, throughout the years against the Chiefs. He probably makes that throw if Dawkins doesn't get pushed back into him and like steps on his foot. But right. I agree. I mean, you could say do
2: your it's the second and nine. It's the next play.
1: It's down, but I mean, also Bass has got to make that field goal. I don't care. I mean, I know it's windy, whatever. Forty-four yard field goal. Today's NFL, you got to make that.
2: But the conditions, oh, there, there it is the right now. Second and nine. that. Uh, you had 28. He has the underneath open. C-14. Yeah. And and digs right? Diggs with his speed, he could do like... We're talking about what's going to happen with Samuel. Samuel's just going to run this play. Underneath route going across or a jet sweep. That's just he Since he's hurt, when you're hurt, you can't cut, but you can go run straight. Right? So he had Diggs in the underneath. You know Diggs was yelling at him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's a low percentage play. And you have four cheese around there. Have Dick, yeah, he,
1: he he had it. It's just the ball came up short because he got I hit.
2: Mean, you know what I was thinking, too? He needed to do like Bell sheet. That's why Bell sheet deflates the ball. deflates <laughs> 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 like the ball so you can make that pass. In uh, the I
1: guess, I guess she, the old saying, cheaters cheaters never win isn't true though. <laughs> <laughs> That's not <fair> at
2: all. <laughs> It is not true at all. It's just what you <laughs> how you choose to win. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: Winners never cheat and cheaters never win. Yeah. That's, that's
2: right. You know, I don't know. Mahomes, <laughs> his dad was in the major leagues. <laughs> uh, and then there was a third down play, third and nine. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't, I didn't see what happened. They just, I don't think they had anything open here. They yeah. had some underneath stuff, but.
2: Yeah, his opportunity was on that. That that's yeah that, that second down play, yeah he had nothing he had nothing there.
1: Bass got to make that field goal though still. Yeah, that's a big miss. And then it goes wide right again, just like the Norwood field goal. Right, it's you know that's just so maybe that it all comes full circle now. They got the two yeah. wide rights. Maybe next year's their year. I didn't think this was going to be their year either with all those injuries on defense, especially to Milano and Trey White. You know, I think it was just too much to overcome with those linebackers out. I think they probably would have lost to Baltimore anyway. They advance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Four bills. All right. So we're set. We're ready to go. We got your picks in. Uh, Listen to the podcast, the insight that we give you and give you varied. Uh, I'll I'll give my spiel on diversity because people are getting diversity wrong. Even now. They think about race. They think about gender, disability. You know, it's about business being pragmatic and listening to other people's opinion and getting this regional diversity, right? So Steve's from the Northeast, right? But he's from Florida. Charles uh, is in Florida himself. World international traveler, right? He's always telling me about Dubai. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. I'm
2: here on the West Coast. That's diversity, right? Uh, listening to other people, what other people have to say, and getting information from people who have value. And these two guys do. We had a great podcast, and you do not have to pay Action Sports three hundred dollars. Get on Steve's <laughs> Twitter feed. You know my Twitter feed. Charles is going to have his Twitter feed, his Instagram. We're going to give you picks. We're going to give you insights. <laughs> and and you know, either way works. I mean. Uh, you could be like the leaders of Hamas, right? They're, they have $3 billion, 15 wives, 14 girlfriends. They kill people, they cheat. They live long, happy lives. Or you could do it like the Tony Dungie way, right? the way we do it, which is Winston Churchill. World War III starting. Winston Churchill got through World War II. Fireside, fireside Chats. He said, You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast
1: network that's why this front goes cost $800 and that goes to her and I don't know what that costs that's just shame to work that's why